guys. Welcome to Explain It To Me. This is a weekly podcast in which I explain a topic in neurology in 10 minutes or less. I am your host, Dr. Willa Coda. I am a board-certified neurologist and epileptologist. Today, we will be talking about epilepsy. So epilepsy is near and dear to my heart because I am an epileptologist. I've been primarily taking care of people with epilepsy for the last five years, and I love it. So let's talk about epilepsy. Epilepsy is a neurological condition. It's characterized by recurrent epileptic seizures. As we have told, um, or as we've discussed several times on this podcast, your brain talks to itself using electricity. Whenever there's abnormal electricity in the brain, um, all the neurons fire at once. Um, We say that it's neuronal synchrony or they all kind of, you know, synchronize and they're firing, which is not normal. When that happens, that's when you have the presentation of a seizure. Why that happens, we'll get into that later, Um, but that is epilepsy in a nutshell. Seizures are a symptom of epilepsy. There are people who have seizures who don't have epilepsy, and we'll get into that later as well. But epilepsy in itself is a condition in which there's abnormal electrical activity in the brain. About 64 million people worldwide and nearly 4 million people in the United States alone suffer from epilepsy. Up to 5% of the population can have a first-time seizure, like I said, but only about 30% go on to have a second seizure. It's when they have the second seizure that you can diagnose someone with epilepsy, unless they have an MRI that is abnormal or an EEG that is abnormal, and we will discuss that as well. Um, But in many areas of the world, Those with epilepsy have restrictions, they have loss of independence, they're not allowed to live alone or drive, so it causes a lot of issues, and it's unfortunately stigmatized quite a bit. So the underlying mechanism of epileptic seizures is excessive and abnormal activity from neurons in the brain. That's what we see on an EEG, which is short for electroencephalogram of an individual. Um, Sometimes this abnormal brain activity presents as a big tonic-clonic seizure, but sometimes it doesn't, and seizures look different from person to person. So not everyone has the big Hollywood seizures that I call um, them as. Uh, Some people have seizures that can look more subtle. Now, in terms of epilepsy, I always tell my patients that there are two big categories of epilepsy. Not everyone has the same kind. There's generalized epilepsy and there's focal epilepsy. In generalized epilepsy, the whole brain starts having abnormal electrical activity and seizures come from all over, whereas in focal epilepsy, they tend to only come from one focus or one side of the brain. So think about it this way. In generalized epilepsy, the whole brain is irritated and can create a seizure, whereas in focal epilepsy, it's just just that one focus that's creating the problem and it can throw off the whole nice electrical circuit of the brain. Generalized epilepsy is seen more often in younger people, also tends to be more genetic, whereas focal epilepsy is seen more in older adults and can be due to injury from stroke, tumors, prior trauma, infections, and basically anything else that can cause scar tissue in the brain, causing that electricity to be thrown off. Regardless of the cause, um, about 60% of people with epilepsy don't know why they have epilepsy. Um, Most people who are having frequent seizures do get an MRI as part of the workup, which is a brain scan. 
and the EEG, but oftentimes these are normal, but it doesn't mean that you don't have epilepsy. It just means that seizures might be coming from a part of the brain so deep that our tests aren't good enough with identifying it. I should also add that not everyone who has had a seizure has epilepsy. So epilepsy is a condition where there's abnormal circuitry in the brain. Some people have seizures due to provoked causes, such as drugs, low sodium levels, low glucose, things like that. But if your seizures are unprovoked, which means they're kind of happening spontaneously, that is probably a bigger hallmark of the fact that you have epilepsy. Usually, if you're just having seizures, the treatment is to avoid the provoking factor. But if you have epilepsy, the treatment is with anti-seizure medications, which can be lifelong. So about 60% of people with epilepsy are well-controlled on medications, but one-third are not. They tend to be drug-resistant. We define drug resistance as someone who's tried at least two good anti-seizure medications and is still having seizures. For those people, we think of surgery. There is surgery to take out the part of the brain that's creating the seizures, or you can use a stimulator like a VNS, an RNS, or a DBS, and we'll talk more about those later. Dietary changes could also be helpful. But one thing to note that not all cases of epilepsy are lifelong. Some people do improve to a point where they can be taken off anti-seizure medication. Does not happen often, but I have done it for a few of my patients. So that is epilepsy in a nutshell. Obviously, that's a lot of information. We will break it down further in subsequent episodes. Obviously, like I said, this is something that I really enjoy talking about. So we will do a few more episodes on it. If you are enjoying this podcast, please leave a review and refer to a friend. This is super important as the goal of this podcast is to create more neurology awareness. Hope you guys have a great week and thank you for listening. Thank you.